And now, back to the exciting climax of our story. This is Legendary Outlaw Radio. Why, uh, Captain Drummond. Miss Miller. Magic Matt Allen. Can't go wrong with a little uh, rocket and stereo ACDC, my friendlies. Hi, everybody. I'm Matt, a.k.a. Magic Matt, the man with so many monikers. That way, I get more votes for Homecoming Queen. My best buddy. That's COVID. That is COVID. I get it two, four times a week. Yeah, now I'm a little loud, Lori. Now I'm a little loud. (laughs) So she turned me up. (laughs) John Albee in uh, Arizona sent me this. I found it amusing enough to share it with you, and it's very rare that uh, I find something so amusing that I want to share it. A senior citizen drove his brand... And if you've heard this, uh, my apologies, but I'll try to make it uh, interesting again. Senior citizen drove his brand new Corvette convertible out of the dealership, taking off down the road. He floored it to 80 miles per hour. Enjoying the wind blowing uh, through what little gray hair he had left. Amazing, he thought, as he flew down I-94, pushing the pedal even more. Looking in his rearview mirror, he saw a state trooper behind him. Lights flashing, siren blaring. He floored it to 100 miles an hour, then 110, then 120. Suddenly, he thought, what am I doing? Don't make me sing. I'm too old for this. And pulled over to await the trooper's arrival. Pulling in behind him, the trooper walked up to the Corvette, looked at his watch, and said, Sir, my shift ends in 30 minutes. Today is Friday. If you can give me a reason for speeding that I've never heard before, I'll let you go. The old gentleman paused. Then he said to the trooper, Officer, years ago, my wife ran off with a state trooper, and I thought you were bringing her back. (laughs) The trooper said, have a good day, sir. (laughs) Yeah. Did I get a chuckle from Lori on that? I thought it was funny. Okay, okay. All right. So the uh, email was, do you know this song, Dad, from my daughter, Alexandra? Uh, she sends me uh, a song. She does this consistently. And uh, 99% of the time, there are songs that I like. Um, many of them containing minor chords, because that's what I like in a song. And then, of course, uh, I listened to it, loved it, said, Boy, you, you are obviously my daughter, because you love this song. And then I pissed her off. Uh, because I will piss most people off, not on purpose. I never want to piss off my daughter. I love my daughter. And and simply because I may say the wrong thing to her, if I'm convicted in what I said, then I never buy it back. I won't. It's something she has to deal with. And it was simply, I, I sent her a podcast from one of our Outlaw Radio shows uh, about a month ago, where I was speaking of Barbara Broccoli, maybe it was three, uh, a couple weeks ago, and the James Bond. Uh, bad time to die, not a good time to, to uh, kick it, or whatever the hell that uh, freaking stupid movie title was. And I said it to her, and I was throwing Barbara Broccoli under the bus on this, as I did just a few minutes ago on this Outlaw Radio. She sends back a comment. Gee damn it, Dad. And it's like, what? 
And I sat back. I said, I don't understand. What? And she simply put Barbara Broccoli in the reply. The reason she met Barbara about a year and a half ago. And she liked Barbara a lot. And Barbara liked her. It doesn't change the fact that, as I said in this this past Outlaw radio show, Barbara's dad is spinning in his grave because she killed off Bond. So did I try to buy it back? I said, no, I just, I, I threw fi- fuel on the fire. So I'm not certain she's talking to me right now, but she'll get over it. And that's my daughter. I don't kiss ass to anyone. Hence the reason I'm doing a broadcast from my backyard. And I'm certainly not in brick and mortar, although this is on the verge of brick and mortar, but it's an 1876 Virginia City, Nevada style bar. And there wasn't uh, there wasn't a lot of uh, mortar back then, but plenty of brick. All right. So this song sends me this song and um, and we're going to hear the entire thing because it's that good. And by the way, I don't need your critical. um, What are you doing, Lori? I don't know what that is. I don't know either. What? What the hell was Might've that? Might have been my fan. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Bad idea. You know. You know, Brother Mart, who, of course, did he? Did he contact you and tell you he wouldn't be here? No. No, he didn't. He didn't. But of course, he's listening and watching on YouTube and saying, "Ah, oh, amateurs, amateurs." He loves to throw Dave <laughs> and Roman and Mark under the bus. But if you can't be here, by the way, you've lost your your designated seat, Mark. You've lost your designated oh, seat. Horror. Yeah, yeah. So you know what he'll do because he. I gotta tell you, he. he and I love my brother. I love my brother, Mark. Two and a half years younger than me, but a lifetime younger. He's never grown past being twelve. And because of that, he has to ridicule this show when he's not on it. But yet he doesn't give us a thumbs up or a heads up that he won't be here, (laughs) which is, I think, totally unprofessional. Well, we'll find out if the texts start flying into. Well, no, I, I will tell you this, uh, Tattoo Dave, that uh, the fact that I uh, that I, I gave away his seat, he'll do, he, his answer to that. I'll never come back. Fine. Oh, <laughs> you know no. that's that's cool, Mart. Why would you do that? All of a sudden, isn't that great? This is this is how much Lori Downey Jr., our producer, hates moi. No, she makes it my fault. That he didn't show up and didn't... You said no text, right, Lori? Not a word? Not today. Mark C.G. Boyer, did you get anything from Art? I rarely get anything from Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and I think that goes for the audience as well. No, he's a good good second banana. Oh, Mark, God, you know, you are a comedy... Killer, my friend. You are a you're a bulldozer of wit. All right, this is the song that my daughter sent me, and it's by Do I wait? I have the artist on there, right? Yes. Lori? Yes, you do. Well, who is it? Can Graham, you help me? Graham Nash. Okay, it's a Graham Nash song, and I mentioned to uh, my daughter that I brought them on stage. They were opening for Chicago in Jones Beach, New York, my hometown. Yeah, your hometown, Long Island, and uh, at a great venue. So I spent some time with uh, CSN backstage. I found Graham Nash to be one 
arrogant British son of a bitch. And and all I can say now after this many years is it obviously takes one to know one. <laughs> I you know he probably wasn't. I I may have had a chip on my shoulder, or he's a very confident guy. But Graham Nash in I believe the '60s produced one of the greatest songs, in my opinion, of all time. And my daughter found it and sent it to me. And now you're going to hear it on Outlaw Radio. When your love has moved away You must face yourself and you must say I remember better days It's it's a sad song as well. Don't you cry cause she is gone She is only Chasing mirrors through a haze. By the way, we're starting with some Corbin Cash vodka, then onto the bourbon. Those watching Magic Mats Outlaw Radio on YouTube know what we're doing. Coming up, yeah? That's good stuff, man. Mm. 
Do you love that song, Lori? I do. Ah. I really do. Great chords, great lyrics. Mr. Hairband Roman over there probably... <laughs> he, he gave us a big thumbs down. No, it's not that. Really? <coughs> well, it's, you know, it's probably not Roman's cup of tea. No, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, but it's, boy. It, it wasn't bad. It is me, really? man. It is me. It reminds me a lot of George Harrison. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was going to uh, say Lennon. Yeah, but, but Harrison, uh, a specific Harrison song. That uh, is one of my favorite songs that I can't think of right now. But uh, so Graham Nash, nicely done, my friend. Really great song. Uh, the best combined explanation for surging inflation, cascading idiocy. Number one, COVID hit. Lockdowns that were arguably excusable in the beginning lingered far too long, affecting far too many businesses. Policy error. Number one, now you understand Trump was in charge during this. Number two, the Fed reacted with QE far too excessive and far too long, continuing all the way until March 2022. Policy error number two. Number three, free money from Congress. Again, excusable in the beginning, but the second round by by Trump was excessive, and the third by Biden was proposed. Posterous. Policy errors three and four with Biden getting far more of the blame. Number four, demand shift to goods away from services as a result of the above mentioned items. Number five, the demand shift to goods happened when there were fewer workers due to continuing lockdowns. Six, the U.S. meddled in Ukraine in 2014, setting the stage for war. Ukrainian President uh, Zelensky kept insisting to the bitter end it wanted to be in the EU and NATO, both red flags to Putin. Accurately labeled Zelensky's statements a policy error and blamed Putin for the war. So that makes policy errors five, uh, six, and seven, counting U.S. meddling in 2014. The top four when we return on OutlawRadioLive.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Outlaw Radio. The staccato hoofbeats of a golden palomino, carrying a man who fights wherever justice needs a champion. Magic Matt Allen. 